You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. So right now we are, of course, in uh, this uh, series and uh, we are in the second installment, Knowing God. Because at the end of the day, we have a lot of things, just like what I have mentioned, a lot of things that we want, a lot of things that we desire. Uh, in fact, we have uh, prayer requests that we want God to promote us. There's nothing wrong uh, with that. We want God to elevate us, and we want to really have a better and a higher compensation. How many of you here, you want your salary to increase this year? You want. Okay, some of you here, you don't want. Okay, let God grant your requests. And we have a lot of things, but I'm telling you right now that we want... For 2017, by the end of the day, things will not work perfectly. Am I correct? You're not perfect, and the people around you is not perfect, and we're not living in a perfect world. So there are challenges that will come our way. One of the things that will keep you going is your relationship with God. Because when the going gets tough, the tough goes to God. Do you understand? And our goal is that to have a deeper understanding of who God is as we grow in our relationship with Him, which leads to a greater and stronger faith. And a lot of us here have been praying for the past few years, Lord, can you lessen the burden? I am telling you right now, every single year, the burden will increase. It will get heavier. Amen. I'm not trying to prophesy, but our goal here is not to lessen the burden, but for God to give us a stronger back to carry the burden. That you grow every single year mature and able to accommodate the blows of life. And I'm telling you right now, this life is not storm-free. But because of your understanding, your relationship with God, it can be storm-proof. So whatever comes your way, you can face it and look at it square in the eye because you have a God who's stronger, faster, and better than before. Because God is unchanging, but our understanding has to grow deeper in, 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 in knowledge of who God is. And this knowledge of knowing God is a call to intimacy, relational intimacy. And this is why I'm excited because every time I would grow in my understanding of God deeper than before, the more my relationship with my wife, my children, and the people around me grows as well. Because that will dictate everything that we have in life. So for the past week, we did talk about the glory of God. Today we'll talk about the goodness of God. Next week, we will talk about the generosity of God, that God is in the generous. Two weeks from now, we'll talk about God's graciousness. And the last segment, we'll talk about God's greatness. This is a five-week series on the book of Psalms. And Psalms are mostly written by King David, a man after God's own heart. So the question is, why? Why do I need to know God? Why can't I just go to church, Pastor, and hear you preach and, and, and move on with my life? More than going to church, I hope that you will open your Bible every single day. How many of you here, you are excited to open your Bible every single day? Yes, you will grow in our Sunday gathering. But I'm telling you right now, apart from your personal time with God, you will not grow because your relationship with God is customized and personalized coming out. That you can't attach your relationship with God with the relationship that, that Pastor Chico has with the Lord. Pastor Chico, pasakay naman. Can I just attach my relationship with God? It's like, it's like having a wife or a love life. How many of you here, okay? You've been in love before. You don't course your love life through someone. Okay, I want to marry that girl through you. That's, not, that's impossible. I want to marry her and that's it. And that's what we're talking about here. That at the end of the day, the more that we grow in our understanding of who God is, the more that we can face the world square in the eye. 2017 is not a walk in the park. We will have challenges, but we can trust God. And we can only trust God if we know God. 
to know God well, to know Him deeply, to know Him truly as He is revealed in His Word. So it is important that we read God's Word. And I'm telling you right now, you know what? I'm fasting more than just that the Lord will grant miracles that I have this baby hairs eventually. That I'm frustrated for the past five years asking God, begging Him. Kidding aside. That more than anything else, I want Lord to enjoy your word. There are days that I don't enjoy reading the Bible. How many of you here can relate with me? Only two. Okay, we have a pastor who can relate with me and a victory group leader. Most of you, you enjoy reading God's word. Lord, you're good. Worship. There are, most of the time, I don't want to worship God. The first five minutes of the day, but I'm telling you right now, it's a fight. And I do pray this year that every morning as I wake up, I will delight in God's word. That I will enjoy God's presence. You don't have what it takes and you don't have the strength to enjoy God until God reveals himself. And the more God shows his love for, for, for you and me, the more that you in love with, you're in love with God. That's my prayer that this year. That we will get to know God and we will be intimate with Him. That every morning as we wake up, we can respond in God's love. Amen. And you cannot fabricate that. This is why it is a must that this time of fasting is not just for the things that you want and the things that you desire. The goal of fasting is that you will be intimate with God. You know, the day that I fell in love with my wife, I missed breakfast, lunch, and dinner. After our idus binawiko, I ate a lot. (laughs) Maybe because I was on the phone. Okay, talking to her for the first hour of the day, I would I would just just keep on going, and we talk everything under the sun. Why? Because I'm in love, and you miss a meal when you're in love. There's the same thing with fasting. The heart of fasting is not the things that you want in life so that you can twist the arm of God. You're willing to fast because you want more of God than the things that you want from God. Let me say that once again. You want more of God than the things you can ask from God. Intimate relationship brings us to a place of personal disclosure that God can tell you certain things that only you can hear. In Psalm 25 verse 14, in fact, this is uh, one of the things that David has expressed. The secret of the Lord is for those who fear Him and He will make them know His covenant. When you are in a deep relationship with somebody, you can talk about things that are so intimate. I don't know if you have a friend, a close friend, a best friend, without interfacing, without opening your mouth by looking at her. Alam na. Do you understand? This is why I love to grow in my relationship with God. Because everything that I do in life has a lot to do with my understanding of God. Our responses are always based on our knowledge of who God is. The reason why you're secured because you know God is love. Amen. The reason why you can say, I can fight sin because you know God is alive. Come on now. Our knowledge of God has a lot to do with the things and how we go about life. When you understand God is for you and is not against you, you walk in confidence that I have God by my side. Therefore, your knowledge of God will dictate the kind of 2017 you will have and this year will be a great year. 2017 will be a, a year of breakthroughs, amen. Will be a year of healing. Will be a year of restoration of relationships. Will be a year where your grades will resurrect from the grave. Amen. And we know the character of God, the more that we can look at life square in the eye. This is why 2017, we will see the goodness of God, that God is good. 
And when you know God is good, it gives you security. How many of you here are thankful that God is not moody? Lord, are you okay today? Ana? Wala. Do you understand? But you know God is unchanging. That one of his characteristics is that he is immutable, that he is unchanging, that he doesn't change. So you can approach God anytime, anywhere with new known break and he'll take you in. But the question is, is God really good? And I was reminded roughly about, I don't know, this was after World War II. No, 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 about 23 years ago, when I was commuting from Araneta Avenue, because I'm studying in the best university in the world, University of Santo Tomas. Um, biru lang. I was commuting from Araneta Avenue to Espana, and, and on my way, uh, I, was, I was mobbed, and a, a group of men took my things and stabbed me 17 times. So I have scars right on, on my arm and, and uh, portions of my body, and I was already on my way to becoming a pastor. Make a long story short, I was so depressed, and I started asking God, Lord, I've made a decision. I've repented. I'm handing my life over to you. I want to follow you. I want to serve you. I want to give my life to you. Why is this happening in my life? And I begin to look back and ask God, Lord, why can't you just allow these things to my friends before or my classmates or things that doesn't want to hand their life or people that doesn't want to give their lives over to God? I'm beginning to endorse individuals that deserve what I deserve. Do you understand? And all of us were like that once in a while. And then, again, just like what I mentioned, I was stabbed 17 times. And the question is, is God really good? And I realized that most of the time we base the goodness of God on the things we receive and the things that we did not. Some of us here, we think God is not really good. I've been praying for a boyfriend. What I got is a... A dog. <laughs> Lord, this is not what I'm praying for. I'm praying for a car. I'm praying for promotion. I'm praying for God to bless my life. And for the past five years, I've been coming in and out of this service. I'm worshiping God. I'm tithing. I'm giving. I don't think you're good. Because we look at our situation based on a specific account. We don't see what God is doing before, during, and after. We only see what's happening now. And if you don't understand what God is up to, you tend to classify God as somebody who is not good. It is not fair to judge the goodness of God based on our unanswered prayers. Hindi mabuti ang Panginoon dahil hindi ako sinagot ng Panginoon. Remember, I don't know where I got this, but I was reminded, marami po tayong pinanalangin sa Panginoon na hindi niya sinagot. Pero mas maraming sinagot si Lord na hindi mo pinanalangin. Malungkot ba kayo? You can do better than that. Come on now. Can we give glory to God? Be reminded when God says no, it doesn't mean never. God's no is not a rejection, but a redirection. And the reason why God wants to redirect you because He loves you so much that He might not grant your request, but He's simply saying, not now, it will hurt you. If God allows... And he did allow the things that you prayed for, for the past 10 years, and for the past 20 years. You don't know where you are right now, 
and how you've suffered because of your prayers. How many of you here are thankful na lahat po ng pinalalangin natin hindi binigay ng Panginoon? Because of God's love for us. God's wait or God says is simply, God is simply saying to wait. And God's delays are not His denials. He's saying no because He's looking for the perfect timing. The Word of God states in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11, it says right here, He has made everything beautiful in His time. God is brewing something. So if you're believing God for a promotion, God is brewing something. He wants to give it to you in the right time when your character is fully honed and molded, where you're ready for the things that God has blessed you with. So this year, some of you here, God will grant your request. God will, will, will grant whatever you want. Some of you here, you have to wait. But I'm telling you right now, it's coming. Just don't give up. This is why I do pray that more than anything else, though uh, 2017 might not be a, 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 a year that you want for yourself, but I'm telling you right now, it will only matter and things will change dramatically when your relationship with God is better than 2016. The goodness of God, if you take a closer look, is so significant and prominent as you check the Word of God. In the book of Genesis, it says right here in verse uh, 10, chapter 1, God called the dry land earth and the waters that were gathered together, He called seas, and God saw that it was good. And I realize, I mean, nobody in his right mind would say, Kapatid, tingnan mo yung ginawa ko. Ang ganda, di ba? I mean, it, it sounds like you're boasting. But, but God knows what He's up to. He's simply saying, I want to start okay, informing the whole world that what I'm up to is good. And if you check and take a closer look at the book of Genesis, even your creation or, 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 God, you, or, or God's creation is good and, and God creating you is so good. Look at the person on your right. Are you amazed of God's creation? That creation, whether you like it or not, is good. <laughs> so repeatedly in the opening chapter of the Word of God, he's really validating that everything that he has created is good. You coming into this planet is good. Your wife is good. Your husband is good in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> so the text for today is Psalm 34. In fact, the text that we're reading is an invitation of David that we need to have a personal experience of who God is. This is not an experience that you listen from someone so that you can talk about your experience with who God is. This is a customized, personalized encounter with God. And some people have encountered before. They would talk about their vacation in Barakai. Have you been to Barakai? Nope. Never been to Barakai, but they would pretend as if they've been into that place. I mean, people would talk about going to places and talk uh, and, and would, would, would really explain, okay, through Google, okay, uh, of how beautiful a place is. But you will never explain it, okay, with excitement and thrill, not until you experience it for yourself let me read right here chapter 34 verse 1 to 22 verse 1 i will bless the lord at all times his praise shall continue will he be in my mouth my soul makes its boast in the lord let the humble hear and be glad 
Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. Sought the Lord and He answered me. And He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to Him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you to fear the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. Verse 16, the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of His servants. None of those who take refuge in Him will be condemned. Can we take this moment right now as we dedicate the preaching of God's Word? Thank you for this um, opportunity, God. That as we start the year, I pray that you grant us the grace that more than the things that we want and we desire, we know that what 2017 is different from 2016 is that we know you. And as we know you, we can face life square in the eye because we have a God bigger than anything. Lord, we also claim our family members who has not encountered the gospel, who has not accepted you as their Lord and Savior. Lord, we ask that you... Show them your goodness because we know that the goodness of God will bring us to repentance. We give you all the glory, Father, for what you've done and what you're about to do. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. And I like the story of King David, Psalm 34, because David was running from Saul because Saul wants to kill him. And this was written in uh, light of the rescue that the Lord had provided to David from the king of Achish in Gath. The king of Achish took him in, but the kingdom is against the people of God. So David pretended to be insane. And I like David. He's such, like a, he's, he's an actor. He pretended to be insane. And if you take a closer look, and I think First Samuel chapter 21, that he acted insane. And the king rejected him and, and, and asked him to leave his presence. And thus, David okay, made a response of how the Lord protected him from King Saul and the king of uh, Achish in Gath. And thus, this was his reaction that in the midst of trouble, God was present. This was what David said. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear 
and be glad. This is important, the word humble. And we'll discuss further what do I mean by this one. In verse 3, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. Remember, David was on the run. How can a person on the run can invite people to experience God? Because he knows one thing, that though we are in trouble, when you know God, you know how to look at life differently. 2017, just like what I mentioned, we will have challenges. But if you know God, that will make a lot of difference in your life. And some of you here probably are asking me, how can I know God? I can explain it to you further, but I'm telling you right now, it is impossible to explain further without you experiencing the, 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 the beauty of God. This is why David said, I sought the Lord and He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. It was a validation that God was there for me when I, uh, when I sought Him. God was present. God, okay, came near to me. Those who look to Him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Remember that anything that will take place in the coming year, good or bad, God would never hesitate to come and be at your side. Ladies and gentlemen, God is the source of everything that is good. So if you're telling me right now, Pastor, how is that true? I've been through a lot and I don't agree with what happened to me last year or six months or eight months ago. Wait, okay, let me explain to you further. That just like what I mentioned a while ago, the goodness of God is never defined if your prayers are unanswered. God is good. And you can't do anything about it. So if you're telling me right now, can you explain further? Just like what they mentioned. There are things that you might not understand, but if your relationship with God has gone deeper, though you don't understand, there is a sense of security and peace that, Lord, I know I don't understand, but you will secure me. Because your problem is not the things that you need and you want. In fact, God can grant everything that you need, but without Him... And His presence in your life, you will feel insecure and unstable. What you need is not things in this world to secure your life. What you need is God. Because God says in His Word, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Just like what I have said, that God is behind everything that we presently enjoy. But the beauty of this passage is that God isn't changing. I've mentioned this, that He is immutable, that He will not change. No matter if you are faithless, God will continue to be faithful. And just like what I mentioned, I think four months ago, the reason why God is good, not because you're good, but because He is good. You cannot alter God's decision of loving you and caring for you. It came from Him. And He will not change His stance and His posture when it comes to how He would want to love you. In verse 7, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear Him and delivers them. David said, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in Him. O fear the Lord, you His saints, for those who fear Him have no lack. And a lot of people would always tell me, Pastor, you don't understand where I'm coming from. You don't understand my situation. You don't understand 
the 17 stab wounds I got. And I've been asking God, why, oh why? Why, why, why? Okay, don't sing with me, okay? That's my question. And if you are asking the same question, why would God allow these things? Why would good things or, uh, or good things happen to bad people and vice versa? Why would bad things happen to good people like us? I can give you a lot of answers, but at the end of the day, it is unfair for you to make prior judgment that God is bad if you have tasted how good God is. And some of you here, you feel entitled. I went to church. I repented of my sins. I'm reading my Bible. God owes me something. If you're right in front of God, eyeball to eyeball, toe to toe, shoulder to shoulder, and God will ask you, do I owe anything from you? Remember, you're going to hell. You're hell bound. And He intervened. Hindi pa po yun bayad. Binayaran na ng Panginoon. So if you're telling me our salvation is a free gift, technically, it's not a free gift. Somebody paid for it. The reason why it's free because Christ paid for the penalty of our sins. So in that perspective, I, I, I don't want to ask God anything technically. Because what He has blessed me with is too much. That to ask for a wife, to have a car, to have a house, to be used by God is too much to ask. But He gave it anyway. Is God good? Yes. Amen. So Colossians chapter 2 verse 6, it says right here, Therefore as you have received Christ Jesus as your Lord. Chapter 2 verse 6, so walk in Him. We receive Him and His will by faith. That though we don't understand, Lord, this is a test if my relationship with you has gone deeper. It's easy to say, that my relationship, my friend, with my wife, with the people around me, with my parents, are exciting when things are doing well. If things are now okay, that is in fact the real core of your relationship with that person. So I am going to guarantee all of us here in this room that this year we will have troubles and challenges. But one thing I know. I have a big God, bigger than my problems. Amen. And this is the guarantee. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Lord, I still lack something. Again, you're not getting it. When you have God, you will not ask for more. And the reason why you're asking for more, because you don't have God. Now, I'm not here, okay, to prove to you that we don't need money, we don't need a love life, we don't need a car, we don't need things that we desire and we want. We need these things. But all of this are just bonuses when you have God in your life. So even if God will grant everything in His absence, you will desire for more. Because you can't even tell me square in the eye how much is enough. When you have God, you know how much is enough. He's not just a source. He shows that He is good. For the Lord is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does He withhold from those who walk uprightly. So when you think about God, He is always 
affiliated to what is good. And some of you here probably are asking a similar question. Why do wicked people prosper? In fact, this was the reaction of David's, one of his worship leader. How many of you here you appreciate our worship leader this afternoon, Miss Alma? It's my dream that I will be like her someday. <laughs> and David has this worship leader by the name of Asaph. Okay? And Asaph has this dilemma in Psalm 73, verse 2 to 3. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious, say the word envious, of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. How many of you here have been in this situation? We, you are envious. Why are they prospering? They're not going to church and he has three wives. That's amazing. <laughs> how come God blesses him so much? How, how come his kids are okay? How come they're doing well? Because your judgment of how good God is, is based on this specific encounter. Remember, that's not how. You judge the goodness of God. You judge the goodness of God based on His long-term plan. And how many of you here, you're confident that God has a plan for your life this 2017? That He is in control of your past, present, and future. Therefore, no matter what comes our way, God is good. But he realized, when I tried to understand, this was Asaph's reaction. When I tried to understand all this, it troubled me deeply. Till I entered the sanctuary of God, then I understood their final destiny. This is my prayer for all of us. That more than the things that you want and the things that you desire, that you will know God. That you will know the goodness of God. You can only understand what life is all about when you know God. Ladies and gentlemen, the things and your faith goals might not be provided. But if God is present in your life, Hang on, fasten your seatbelts. God will always be in control. Amen. Amen. I pray that our eyes will be open and we will be enlightened in order that we will know the hope to which we are called, the riches of His glorious inheritance in His holy people and His incomparably great power for us who believe. The power is the same. As the mighty strength that is written by Paul in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 18 to 19. Write it down, check it out. If that is the only prayer that you have this year, things will change differently. That if you have a lot of things you're asking God for, humihingi po tayo ng breakthrough sa Panginoon, isa lang kailangan mo, na makilala mo ang kabutihan ng Panginoon. And that is my prayer for all of us, that we would be like this man that would represent and would be with David in time of worship. Asaph said 
Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail. But God is our strength this year. My heart and my portion forever. That though things might give way this year, we have God by our side. That if we know God is good when we look at our problem, it might sound insurmountable. But God is good. He's bigger than this mountain. We can overcome. Amen. That is what God is teaching us. That though it's big, you put it side by side with God. It becomes smaller. How many of you here for the past few months, because it's the Yuletide season, you, you would have photos with your family members and friends. You know, I have this secret I want to tell you. I'm a bit overweight, a bit. <laughs> when I take photos with people, I would look for people bigger than I. You must malaki sa akin. That's the secret. You want to be, you, you want to lose weight in the picture? Look for people that are bigger than you. Yeah. And if there's none, throw that cell phone away. But it works. And I realize that's the same thing with our problems this year. We put it side by side with God. But the question is, do you know God? My prayer is that we will know God. And this is why the psalmist Asaph said that I do agree. The tone of his prayer and his worship and his song is that, Lord, I have nothing. I know I will fail. I know I'm broken hearted. And the more that you walk in humility, the more that you accept God. 2017, Lord, I'm weak, but you are strong. I'm slow, but you're fast. Do you understand? I know, Lord, I'm weak. But you're stronger than anything. The more that we walk in humility and the more that we accept that we're limited, the more that God can work His way into our lives. Only when we walk in humility that we will taste and see the goodness of God. David even validated, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them all. That though this year we'll be brokenhearted, we will fail. Our strength will fail. And some of us will gasp for air. But God says, I'll be with you when you're down and out. That I will deliver you all. And he keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. That God will deliver us. Because we have accepted that, Lord, I can't do this on my own. I can't fight this fight all by myself. I need you to start this year with me. So when you go out of this room... You're not facing the world all by yourself. You're not looking at the world all by yourself. You're not living life all by yourself. You have God with you every step of the way. Our God saves us because He is good. Afflictions will slay the wicked and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of His servants. None of those who take refuge in Him will be condemned. And I do pray that every single minute of the day that we will take refuge in Christ. Just like what I mentioned. God is good. Not because we are good. But because He is good. The goodness of God is evident in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
The gospel is the good news. And good it is. God is good to all men, even the wicked and the righteous. But particularly, God is good to those who believe in the gospel. Just like what he mentioned, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Nowhere is the goodness of God more evident in a person of the Lord Jesus Christ when he died on the cross. God provided a way for sinners to be forgiven, people like us to be declared righteous. It is not by any good works that we can call ourselves good. The reason why we can say somewhat I'm good because we are simply saying I am a product of God's goodness. The reason why you can be good this year and you can do good because you are a product of God's goodness. Amen. The reason why you can forgive people you because you are a product of God's forgiveness. The reason why you can extend mercy because you are a product of God's mercy. The reason why you are gracious and you will be gracious this year because you are a product of God's grace. I do pray that you will make Christ as your refuge, that you welcome Him in your life. I have mentioned this over and over again. God is good because He is good. You'll never go wrong and you will not miss what God has in store for us because in your knowledge of the goodness of God, you will walk in confidence. You will walk in security that I cannot do what is bad because God has been so good. That you will not follow the commandments of God because I might suffer the wrath of God. No. I follow the commandments of God because I have a good God. It is the faithfulness of God and the goodness of God that causes us to repent. It is the goodness of God that will bring transformation in our lives. It is knowing God that this 2017 will never be the same again. We have a good God. We have a great God. And we will never do life all by ourselves. Because you will see the goodness of God in 2017. You will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Can we bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you that you've given us an opportunity to savor your goodness. And today we thank you for the grace, the time, and the opportunity that you've given all of us to start our year right. Lord, can we raise all of our hands across the room? Lord, you are the source of everything. Can you acknowledge God? You're the source of life. You're the source of my strength this year. You're the source of my provision. You are the source of my promotion. You are the source of my wisdom. You're the source of my intelligence. You're the source of God, of my plans and my strategies. Lord, you're the source. I don't have to struggle. Lord, I pray and I come against anyone who is struggling that I need to perform. I need to do something. I need to make it work. You just have to seek God. We just have to know God. He's the source. 
You don't have to start it from ground up. Just Lord, just ask God, Lord, you're the source. Tell me what you plan to do through me. Lord, show me how good you are this year. That I may walk in your decrees. That I may walk in your statutes. That I may walk according to what you're one. Panginoon. Bigyan mo ko ng kalakasan na makita at masilayan ang kabutihan mo. And as I witness how good you are, help me to walk in your ways. Can you touch your heart right now? Lord, I pray. If you have your Bible, put it in your heart. If you have a Bible, put it in your chest. Lord, let me love your word. Let me love your word. That every single day I will cherish, I will enjoy, I will delight in your word. That your word will be alive and active, just like a double-edged sword. That will judge my thoughts and my actions. Thank you for show me, showing me how good you are. I also pray that you will intervene as our refuge to my family members who doesn't know you. Panginoon, pinapalangin, pinapalangin po namin na ipakita mo ang iyong kabutihan sa mga taong nakapaligid sa amin. That they will witness that you are good in my life and they will inquire They will inquire and they will question. How come we are different? And because of your goodness, people will come to know you. Our family members will come to know you. My parents will come to know you. Lord, before we end 2017, my parents, my family members, my friends will come to know you because you are the only refuge that we can run to and we know we will be saved. You are our strong power, oh God. And no matter what will happen this year, we know. That whatever you have done, Lord God, and the good work you've done, you will complete it. I also pray for people, Lord God, in this gathering, that they will learn to forget the former things, that they will not dwell in the past, that they will look to the future and expect and anticipate that we have a good God who will not leave us nor forsake us, we have a good God that will not fail us. So as we bow our heads and close our eyes, if you are this person, and you're saying, Pastor, I want to start the year right, and I've done and I have written a lot of New Year's resolution, but I know that without the help of God, I don't have what it takes to fulfill it.
Kung nandito ka sa pagtitipog ito. And you're telling me, Pastor, where do I start? Gusto ko ng panibagong buhay. I want to encourage you, you are in the right place. And what I want to invite you to follow is a simple prayer where you will accept Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior. Matagal mo na itong hinahanap and this is an opportunity that I'm highly convinced is not an accident. God orchestrated all of this so that you will accept Him in your life. Alam ko, pagod ka na. And today is an opportunity to pray this simple prayer of accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So I want to invite you and the leaders here in front, if you want to accept Jesus, just pray this prayer after me. Say this after me. Jesus, once again, say this. Jesus, I repent from all known sins and I want to follow you for the rest of my life. Jesus, thank you that I can start all over again. 